Footers and welcome to the Free Footers podcast. If you are brand new to us, welcome to, for the first time. My name is Merzgoff and I'm joined as always by my two fellow co-hosts Brad and Luke. How are you both doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well, mate. Brad, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. As people will see that are on YouTube, I have a very different background to before. And yeah, I'm just in my new house, still amongst a lot of boxes, uh, a lot of, yeah, chaos. But we've got set up, ready to record. And if you are new to the podcast, please feel free to make sure to check out all our socials and all the content that we create. All our links is down in the description down below where you can find all links. But getting into the subjects for today's podcast, well, I think we've got to start off with the biggest thing. There is technically no promo going on at the moment. Mm -hmm. We're in a World Cup mode warm-up which means we're going to be talking about the World Cup mode because they had the trailer come out last week. There's been pitch notes, so we're essentially going to go through those pitch notes and break it down a little bit. So I've got some notes written down on my computer. So we'll go through it little by little here. So first things first, it'll be coming out on the Friday, so 11th of November, and it will run all the way until the 4th of January. On the 11th, you'll be getting a World Cup starter pack, which will be containing limited time only players. Yes, limited time only. So you'll be able to collect some players that will be only around during this mode. But they'll have a nice little design to it, but there will be uses towards these players, which we'll also be discussing throughout this podcast. There will also be some special, like, um, objectives, SBCs and stuff. Then, obviously, there will be some special promos. They, they're calling it World Cup Foot Campaigns, but we, we call it promos, basically. So there will be promo players, and those promo players will be permanent. They won't disappear on the 4th, unlike those limited time only stuff. Then there will be some World Cup heroes. So we already known this for quite a while. There'll be 21 players in total with their own unique Marvel-based dynamic images. And they will be split over two different teams. And then the big thing is, is obviously if you've pre-ordered it before the 21st of August, which I'm guessing you both have done. Indeed. Yeah. So you'll be getting a special pack that you can use to open the, that that hopefully you'll be able to get yourself a nice little hero now the thing is we don't know quite what the t2 teams are going to be looking like for the world cup heroes but overall let's f start focusing on these world cup heroes in particular now when you get given your world cup um hero pack are you guys going to open it straight away or you're going to look towards the two teams and then decide whether you're going to open it team one team two so it's a case of yeah so it's a case of oh it's going to be based yeah if it's going to be based on a team then obviously i don't know it depends leaks has obviously been such a massive thing now like the last couple of years of fifa and maybe if we could get to see what team two is going to shape up as beforehand it might change my decision but i think i'll probably just be too excited and just open it straight away anyway because it's hopefully going to be a very nice usable card 
Um, as for me, I, I probably will just be going straight for the content, right in the jugular. Bam! Trying to trying to get one of those straight off the bat. It, it it pretty much screams, "Hello, new card." Yes, I would like to review that, please. Yes, definitely. I agree. I agree with you on that front. Like as content creators, I think. We've got to open it straight away. If, if it was the case that we weren't content creators, I'd probably look to wait and see which of the heroes I preferably would want to get, and then go based off that. But yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go straight away with. I mean, it. I can tell you my exact plan of action. To be fair, because if the thing is, if you wait, and you you could still get one of the previous team, right? Because it's just there'll be gradual release. It's not going to target only team two impacts at that point. It'll be a team one or team two, so it gives you more option right so if you open it team one i can then just I'll, I'll probably have sold my team at that point and then go ahead and buy one of the ones from team two to then to then do if i if i really want to try someone from that yes yes um because that's that's it they're also going to balance it out a bit so you'll have a mix of the good ones the middle of the road ones and the bad ones split a bit over the two teams anyway so there's always going to be a good one that you're going to try and maybe go for anyway. If if you're as a listener are going to be trying to save your hero pack for one of the teams, so maybe just take the gamble. But the biggest thing that is also coming out of this World Cup mode is that there's going to be swaps. I don't. It doesn't specify how many swap tokens there's going to be or anything like that. However, judging by what it's saying is going to be in the swaps, this is going to be the biggest swaps we've had yet on any FIFA. The reason why? There will be a player from each nation available in the swaps. So that's 32 players alone in the swaps. Plus, there's, it says there's going to be packs and picks like you get in previous years with swaps as well. So if there's 32 players, it maybe sounds like there's going to be quite a lot of tokens. Plus also the pure fact that this is going on until like the 4th of January. So I presume that they're going to have like staggered amount of token releases over the course of the World Cup as well. So I think the biggest that we've had so far was during shapeshifters last year i believe with like about 50 I think it was 50 yeah i want to say yeah swap tokens so we might even see more than the 50 that we had during shapeshifters so sounds like gonna be a lot of content to be grinding out it sounds like i'm gonna hate myself for a month straight if not more than a month straight 32 players for you to try and review oh, yeah? multiple accounts mate that's probably gonna be more yeah. than that it's uh, probably gonna be the end of me how do you feel about these swaps and the fact that it contains 32 players, one from each nation and stuff? Do you, do you think that's quite a good thing? It's going to promote diversity in certain kinds of players being released. So you, you think... Let me just have a look. Is, who's even the Qatar player on on uh, on foot? Yeah. That's what I want to check. Hang on. This is the thing, isn't it? This, this, is, this is exactly it. Exactly what Luke's talking about. Like they, they couldn't just go and say, "Oh, we're going to give you the top, whatever predictions of players." They have to make it so that if they're going to do that, they have to go all in. Um, so, but yeah, some players obviously people aren't going to care about. So they're going to have to add in a new league because there is no Qatari players on foot. Okay, you know that's that's going to be very interesting. 
Well, Yaron, you probably go with like Tereme or the other. Mar- big... Marui, or not no Masrawi, I'm thinking. Uh, um, Asmu- Asmuan from. Yeah. yeah. Leverkusen striker. Um, yeah. Or Yakenbash. But... Yakenbash still yeah. exists in, in the Advise. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah he's, he's a silver now. My only worry about them releasing so much content to grind with, say, swaps. Is the amount of people that might potentially get burnout from doing grinding. But especially when you consider, like, at the same time, we still got squad foundations as well. Like, there's quite a lot of those. There's five different leagues. And each of those, you have to play 20 if you want to unlock every single player of that. Then on, mm-hmm. on top of that, and obviously doing managerial masterpiece. Like, anybody that wants to be a completionist and try and unlock all these objective players and then grinding out all these swap tokens and stuff like that. That is a serious amount of content to be grinding this early on in FIFA, I would say. A hundred percent agree. The problem is I'm going to probably have to dedicate certain days to doing objectives now, Mm. which is going to make me the big sad. Yeah. What about you, Brad? Because you're the more casual person when it comes to fifa yeah i mean yeah i don't really have a choice obviously i've got a little boy and um time is yeah very much infrequent for me so um i will probably do as much as i can i mean any series that i actually personally do i mean it's a bit different for luke obviously with the player of rules and stuff and that you know there's there's content to be had there but for me i can kind of structure mine a bit more i don't know what the right word is I can I can go for the 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 popular and the stuff without having to um, do put as much time into it as Luke is going to have to, and he he, he does grind the game anyway for the reviews. Um, the so thing, the thing that I'm tempted to do, by the way, is I'm tempted to make like ten accounts just so I can take like some of the small ones and go try and literally try and do as many of them as humanly possible. It, mm. It's going to be a pain. I'm going to hate myself. But I think I'm going to commit to trying to review every single one. That's yeah. So I mean, I physically can. That's what I'm talking about. We're so we're basically at like a polar opposite spectrum of of FIFA content there. So I'll probably do as much as I can, and obviously maybe do a a a, a, a like build a team thing around my whoever I get out of that pack, um, so that I've got something for that. But generally, I'm I'm. The thing is that you sort of talk about like the the how much there is to grind and things and that as well. Let's not forget that also I'll be watching the World Cup, so you know, and and when I say watching it, I don't mean like watching it with with playing FIFA in the background. I will be fully watching it. So it's how much time people want to spend on the game, how much time they want to spend outdoors, living their life and their jobs, and also how much time they want to spend watching the actual festivities that is to do with it's yeah it's a tough one to balance with that much content and then also the fact that they're gonna probably um have stuff involving like as it says milestone objectives and stuff so you'll probably have stuff to grind outside of the swaps as well yeah so there'll probably be objective players as well um it potentially will be packs towards opening up just for these limited time only players because i have a feeling these limited time only players you won't be able to get in normal packs 
you'll have to get them via special packs. And the only way you're going to probably get these special packs is objectives, um, doing um, SBCs and stuff like that dur during the course of the World Cup. Yeah. Because talking about these limited time only players, they're going to be a critical element towards the end of it. So at the end of it, there's going to be rewards. So it's, it's called end of event rewards. There's going to be 10 different levels and the tier of reward you'll get is based off of the limited time only players. So it sounds like you have to have a certain amount of players. Like apparently there's going to be like a sticker album essentially. So you, I did hear about that. Yeah. Filling up uh, this sticker album to then get a higher tier of reward. And these rewards would be packs and picks. Yeah. It also says that you can keep tabs of how many dupes you've had. So I don't know whether that means you're going to be able to keep hold of the dupes. Because bearing in mind, in the last World Cup that we had back in 2018, because it was outside of um, foot and it didn't have its own market, and these limited time only players, I'm guessing, are going to be untradeable. You can't sell them. When you get a dupe, you can't really necessarily put on transfer list. So it sounds like there's going to be, again, like a, a special area that you could probably put your dupes. I don't know where you can put them into normal SBCs as well. This would be another interesting sort of situation with what they're going to do with these limited time-only players. Yeah, I did like that as a feature. I was glad that you could do that. Like, it's been calling out for it in, in the actual FIFA Ultimate Team for a while, but it's nice that... Yeah, you'll be able to do that. Because the thing is, with them having such a lower pool of players, they kind of have to do that. Because if you're getting packs and things to open within that mode, you've got even higher chance of getting more duplicates, haven't you? So, yeah, it, it makes sense. Generally, you guys are looking forward to the World Cup mode. Will you do anything outside of Ultimate Team? Because obviously... There is stuff externally to Ultimate Team, but we're just mainly talking about the Ultimate Team stuff because obviously that is what our bread and butter mode is when it comes to FIFA. We we basically mainly play for, we rarely venture out of it. We do play stuff outside of it, but rarely. So we're mainly talking about it. So are you going to be playing anything outside of that? Like the m moment mode? Are you going to try and take England to the World Cup mode? Like... Are you going to play anything offline, basically, essentially? So, as we said, my time is pretty limited, so no, more than likely not. I do the moments. Um, I do, that is like, for me, that's like my version of doing squad battles this year. I kind of do the moment stuff, and I've been saving up my stars, because I'm just thinking that at some point I'm going to get rewarded for doing that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't... I, I, I'm not going to have much much time to be able to do the content as it is, let alone to branch away onto other modes. Um, realistically, I'm there'll probably be stuff I can do for content in terms of outside that I'll look at doing, but there's nothing that sort of screams out to me as as such. I'll I'll probably play the I'll play I'll play the World Cup mode for a bit. I'll probably dabble in it, but with what I've just said about doing as many things as possible, I don't know where the hours in the day are going to be. It's it's definitely going to be exciting anyway to see all the stuff that EA are doing with this like because of the pure fact that we've never had a World Cup in November. It's always been the summertime. This yeah. is like a very unique one-off situation that we get to experience. The the Like you say as well, though, the, the, 
talking about like, oh, it'll be exciting to see. It'll also actually be exciting to see what other content creators do. Because like you say, like there's that kind of someone could take, you know, an England team and try and do their best on the game with an England team to replicate, you know, England in the World Cup and things like that. So I think there will be a lot of different ideas that content creators have got planned. So I'm looking forward to seeing everyone's uploads and seeing how everyone's content differs slightly. Now, because obviously the World Cup is in November, we kind of talk about foot champs in some ways and foot champ rewards in particular. So obviously foot champ rewards at the moment, you get your team of the week and then you get your team of the week reds. Now the question is, is there going to be a team of the week during the World Cup? So will they do still the Wednesday team of the week, but based off of like who's performing well at the World Cup, which would be interesting in the later stages, because obviously in the later stages, you've got less and less teams essentially competing, which means essentially you'll probably see just a couple of nations in that team of the week. Yeah. Or are they going to change that? They have no team of the week, but they have to change up the foot champ rewards a little bit for during the World Cup until normal domestic football resumes basically at the end of December slash beginning of January, depending on certain leagues. Now, I'm maybe thinking that they're actually going to not do a team of the week personally, just because, as I say, as the tournament goes on, that pool of players for the team of the week, you have to essentially pick multiple players from the same nation so it sounds like it would work for the group stages but maybe not quite so much for that final week when it's like the semi-final and final only yeah probably to be able to pick from so i'm thinking they'll probably say the pool of players within the red picks is just going to be based off of all the team of the weeks that they've released so far so, and then the team of the week pack would be the same basically like from all the pool players yeah potentially i mean we're sort of seeing that with how they've like done it with the team of the week upgrades and stuff at the moment haven't they it's like it's the first year they've offered us so many different styles of team of the week upgrades from all the weeks so far so it wouldn't surprise me mm. if that is what they plan to do and this is like easing it in so that we've got used to that idea um but yeah, I agree. Like, I don't see that. I, I don't see them doing a team of the week for the World Cup thing. I wouldn't be surprised if they did like what they do with the UCL, where they do maybe like a team of the group stage, a team of the knockouts, team of the tournament, maybe. But yeah, not sure. Yes, a man of the matches or something like that. Yeah, yeah, things like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm looking back to last World Cup, what they did do, and to be fair, it, bearing in mind time of year, it was fairly mental. They did team of the match day, so team of the match day was sufficiently insanity team of the match day won uh, bear in mind it's match day not even as it sounds daily yeah like, i'd have to go back mm-hmm. and look specifically but you started off with everything there's not a card lower than 86 in this and that's based off the fact that purely it was set during june july so they'd tone it down a bit but there's, yeah, special Ronaldo, special Kane, Lukaku, next day Messi. Like, it was balls to the walls mental. Now, 
they could rein it in and they could do it based off of a week's performance because what the World Cup lasts two three weeks. Yeah. So it kicks off so, on the twenty third and ends on the twenty third. I think some of so, that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's four weeks. Yeah. So a month. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. Hmm. it wouldn't really work for the first week. You'd have to rely on something else because the twenty third's a Wednesday. So you'd have a whole week of games leading up to the thirtieth. And then that's one team of the week that you could base off that based off performances throughout all the games. And you could you could do that for a little bit. But as I say, by the end of it it might get a bit crazy. So who knows? Who knows whether they go that deep. This is what makes it interesting to be fair with like what EA do with the rewards and stuff anyway. Yeah. Um, because that would determine whether people want to do champs because Let's face it. If you do, if they made the rewards good, people want to do the champs. If it's like similar to team of the season style, maybe and just potentially for one off using promo players within the red picks as well, and also the fact that you get uh, like it depending on where you finish within uh, foot champs as well. But even some of the lower ranks, anyway, you get a hundred k pack, fifty k packs, and stuff like that. So that and then obviously that's potentials to get tradable promo players whether you then use them or sell them sort of situation to then change up your teams and stuff but again it's that sort of situation see what ea does with the whole foot side of things with the world cup during the world cup itself but obviously again with it being world cup we have now got three lots of dynamic duos based off of nations so each of them are still within the same league so each pairing is the same league but they're just rather than being the same team they're the same nation two different clubs uh the they've been released in objectives they're very similar to last year's dynamic duo objectives where you complete some of the objectives you unlock one of the players then you use that player within a team complete the rest of the objectives with that player in the team to then unlock the second player so the first set that we've received is two Uruguayan players from La Liga. So we've got striker Stuani and left-back Espino. Second set is two Ghanaian players from Serie A. We've got right-mid Gayasi and a centre-mid Duncan. Then third set is two Danish players from the Bundesliga. We've got centre-mid Nati and left-wing Brun Larsen. So bit of uh, an interesting selection. They haven't gone with the main nation, shall we say. Yeah. They've gone with some of the more obscurish, not too obscure, like uh, Iran or anything like that. But they've picked some, some good players. I mean, I want to focus on the Duncan, for instance. Oh, because man. that Duncan card reminds me of that Objective. season, objectives, yeah. reward, level 15. Yeah, he was, yeah. Um, well, yeah. He was Duncan so good. Hard. Exactly. Which is why I kind of want to get that one unlocked as soon as I can this week. There was him and, him and another one from the Syria. Um I can't remember who that was, but yeah, they're both just insane in game. Like for free cards, you know, they were they were brilliant. And if he's anything like that he was back then, then he's definitely a card to want to do, that's for sure. Well, I've definitely got one part done. I just need to start using uh, Serie A side. Well, at the moment, I've got quite a good selection of Serie A players. So, 
it's just a case of just changing up a little bit. So the only problem with the, that, that Duncan card in particular is there is no alternate positions available for it. So we'll have to start with a centre-mid-based formation or formation with a centre-mid okay. if you do want to use that Duncan card. To be fair, we probably should have seen this coming in a way, I guess. Like, it, it, you'd, have been, you'd have been done well to have seen it coming, but... EA do love releasing cards of the same sort of club at the moment to try and help people build teams. And Dodo did get his rule breakers SBC. So if you did the if you did that and the Fiorentina right back, you get a nice strong link. You do. However, I don't think many people did that card because to be fair, it wasn't the most uh, convincing looking of right backs to necessarily want to use. Oh, I didn't do it, but fair play to him. Another one that looks quite good is an RT card, actually, because it's centre mid, but you can also play that CDM and left wing back, and he's got quite good all-round stats. If you do happen to be somebody that has a five-back formation and does run a Bundesliga team, you could basically pop him into your team, I guess. Stop encouraging people. I don't want to encourage people. I'm just giving them advice and improving their teams. I do have a Bundesliga-based team, or or some of it, and I do start in a five-back formation, um, but I do not play a five-back formation. I start it just for chemistry reasons. So I am looking at those players for definite. But no, I start in that just to get my Realm and my um, Hero that I got in. Doubling up on left-back. You know, you know be in place around that guy, I think, wouldn't he? We'd have to change the formation again. Yeah, I would. I'd have to try and find another change of positions or, or drop one, which... Or just drop Cap de Vier and play him centre mid in-game. Yeah, see, Cap de Vier for me plays CDM in-game and he does a good job. Um, I'm very reluctant, like I've said this at the start of the year, I'm very reluctant to do SBC cards and do certain things when everything's alright for me at the moment. And so far, there's not anyone that I'm noticing I want to upgrade just yet. The problem yet of that though is that you might get behind the curve, like someone suddenly drops off big time, and then a player that came out that you thought mm, it'd be an improvement, but how much? Potentially, um, that's why I'm going to try and stay liquid as much as possible so that I can afford to buy a team if I need to. Yeah, I mean, I, d I don't blame you being picky in some ways about doing SBCs because the amount of SBCs that you're seeing that are like an 83-rated squad or something like that, and you have to be putting 85 or 86-rated-plus players into it because it's one of the requirements, means that the higher-rated fodder is getting drained if you're doing a lot of these SBCs quite quickly. Like, the amount of SBCs that I've done and I've gone... Oh great! I have to put two eighty-five rated players pluses into this, right? When I'd rather save those eighty-fives for an eighty-five rated squad and use the eighty-threes that pretty much are very easy to come by and are very cheap to buy off the market to do an eighty-three rated squad. Yeah, it's not even just that though. Like like we said about the chemistry thing now. Like ten generally, if you see a card that you like the look of and you want to try, you kind of have to change more than just one thing about your team. And when you're getting on with a team, it seems a bit, you know, you don't really want to do that. You don't, I want to just put that one person in, not put three players in and, and take a couple out because 
yeah, generally they've been performing really well. So that's why I'm more reluctant. Like I've done a couple of good super sub ones and I am looking at maybe I'll do Higuain to, to, as a super sub because I've heard good I can things. I iconically say he's incredible. Yeah, yes, I've heard I've incredible. heard good things in that, but like I'm not going to suddenly change my team to fit him in to start. He will be my, my 60th, 70th minute man, you know what I mean? Um, so I've done that and I did that with Insigne. Like it's no different. So... Uh, but to su- to try and then suddenly get them in and just completely change the team, I just think that's the way chemistry is built this year is a bit, you know, a bit more restrictive. And whereas last year, you know, that if you had that Higuain last year, you could have just had surrounded them with Argentinians in the game. And there's usually, you know, some pretty decent ones. If not, you'd have used an icon, maybe Argentinian, to give them a strong link. But yeah, obviously it's different this year, and I just think that means it relies on you having to change too much of your team for that one card. I've I've been changing my team every week anyway because I've been using like some of the new the the, the later promo cards, for instance, because I'm trying to use the latest promo cards as an investment uh, to try and make profit. But last few weeks, the market's been in such a situation that I'm not really yeah. making money, but. I get to, in some ways, try out cards that I wouldn't normally try and get to see who's good and who's not. Like, some cards surprise me, some cards um, uh, surprise me in a bad way. Like, say, for instance, in previous years, as I've said, like, uh, Sergio Ramos is one of my most favourite cards of all time when it comes to FIFA. But his Rule Breakers card, absolutely hated it. I much preferred the Rule Breakers PK in my who was in my team the previous week mm-hmm. and then like this week i've got um dumfries out of position absolutely loving that card then i've got parasitch for instance so getting to like chop and change my team every single week is nice but sometimes the problem is is when i come across the players that i don't like and i have to keep them in because obviously then i just either have to revert to uh, a, a poorer team because of just what i've got in my club because just in that sort of situation like say the one week when i was using anatovic and brolin at strike i didn't like that then this week i've got martinez and parasic and i much prefer that yeah. so there's some weeks where it's it's really good some weeks it's really bad i think sometimes it's quite nice it's refreshing to be able to change your team week in week out rather than rather necessarily in your kind of situation where you're using the same team week in week out yeah i know I it mean... works because obviously it's it's what works and it helps you get the wins but sometimes i just prefer changing my team up i think i think definitely if i had like more time to play the game and more time to dedicate to it i would probably change my team a little bit more but because of obviously Mm -hmm. my time now i've really just basically get to just about do my div rivals rewards um and so far i haven't yet been able to play any foot champs um then i'm you know i am struggling to to find a way to change my team when at the moment I know my players in game pretty well. And, um, you know, that's, that's the thing for me, like some players with, you'll know this anyway, like, and it's always been the case. Some players with very similar stats or, 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 or even the same stats don't feel exactly the same as the, the player you're replacing them for in game. Um, players just mm-hmm. players just feel a bit different and i get used to how they feel i get used to the way they run and i get used to everything so i kind of then once i do change or try that's why i struggle in draft i think is because 
I'm always using players that I've never used, and that just makes us a yeah a bit more difficult for me. Then we're going to move on to the next subject, which is some of the promo packs that we've been starting to see on a regular basis within the store. So obviously we we, we are regularly having a hundred k packs. Uh, we've had also a team of the week pack as well, an eighty one plus guaranteed team of the week players pack now in particular because it is the end of season one ea have released a season one review pack so in that pack it had a guaranteed one to watch road to knockouts or rule breakers card within that pack now it was 100k which Let's face it, um, not necessarily everybody wants to use their coins. So in terms of the FIFA point equation for this, which is it costs £10 if you're using FIFA points. Now, I'm guessing or hoping both of you have opened up the Season 1 review pack. I have indeed. Did you get anything good or did you get anything bad? What did you get? So... The fact that I can't remember tells you that it wasn't very good. Oh, I got Smithrow. That's very good. Oh, well, that's, 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 that's good. That's one of that, my favourite cards. It's bad in terms of value. I get that. But in terms of actually in-game, Smithrow's very good. Honestly, right, okay. one of my favourite cards to use. I'll take your guy's word for it. He, he is a mainstay in my... He's a mainstay in my Prem team. He has got uh, what I haven't even. To be fair, because obviously this has happened in the week that I have been moving house, so my con- my like anything of FIFA this week has been on the web app or not on the web app on the companion app. Um, so I haven't even really looked at the card when I did the pack. I just had some points on there and just opened it up. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I see you can play Cam uh, as well as left mid, left wing. So. I might, there's a potential that I could get him uh, in the team and he could maybe replace um, either Bernardo Silva or Bruno Fernandes. Um, yeah, I'll have a look and try him in-game. We'll see. We'll okay. see. Luke, what did you get? Because I'll reveal mine in a second. So I was... In terms of value, it's not insane, but it's a card that I look at every year and I go, do you know what? Yeah, I'm always happy when he gets a special card. It's it's a card that I enjoy and it's actually high rated as well. So worst comes to worst, it's fodder, and that is Thomas Muller's Road to the Knockouts card. Yeah, do you know what I think? I yep. think that card looks quite good. To be fair, realistically. Yep. I saw you. I saw you get him, and I thought in, it, to myself, I thought it's exactly what you say, isn't it? It's a card that I would actually really like to get untradeable and try in a game. Like, it's not necessarily a card that you'd go out and buy or looks amazing or anything like that, but when you pack it untradeable, you're like, do you know what? This card this year looks like it could be a bit more usable than he ever has been in the past. Mm. I mean, it's normally what I like in a sort of an attacking midfielder is someone like Muller, someone who's going to be somewhat somewhat strong, not complete paperweight, got decent dribbling stats can have a long shot, can take a ping, good passing. And he's got actually solid yeah. pace, like 82 paces, nothing to scoff at, especially this FIFA. Now, for myself, I didn't give EA just £10. I decided to give them £20. I, I don't know why. I opened it twice. Once on my main, once on my Arsenal past and present. 
on my main account, I got Rule Breakers of Villa. So big fat Ugh. L on that front. I at least enjoyed using him. It's not even that good. No, it's, it's yeah. not good, but I enjoyed using it nonetheless. Then on the Arsenal past and present, again, another L, but in terms of rating, at least it's fodder in some ways. 87 rated Roten Knockouts, Patrick Schick. Now, obviously, can't use it on that account. Uh, even if it was on my main account, I wouldn't really be happy with that because, again, value-wise, I think he's pretty much... Uh, well, equivalent discard value for an 87 rated anyway. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah. He's not, a good not, impact not sub the for best. Me, I've got to say, he must be the L word, which makes him, I suppose, a little bit more desirable. Yeah. But I do get what you mean, that like it's not... If, yeah, in terms of your top maybe 10 players, he's certainly not in there. The thing is, is I don't really care for lengthy strikers, as I said last week. So even in that situation, so like the balance of him is 69. I think it's 69. Yeah, 69. So yeah, don't really care to use it even if I could. So 20 quid wasted in some ways. I love that Patrick shit card. It, it's the left-footed version of Andre Silva for me. However, what I would say about this Season 1 review pack is the fact that we've had four promos so far, and normally after about four promos, we start seeing a party bag. And we haven't had a party bag SBC yet, and I'm starting to feel these 100k packs that EA are releasing almost every week is the replacement for that. So EA are replacing SBC with something that costs coins or FIFA points. So trying to milk the player base out of more money, essentially, for those that... Are you trying to suggest that EA are trying to make even more money out of people? Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it, at the end of the day, when I look at like last year, not many people were like like looking to buy FIFA points because of how mudded the market is, and the market in some ways is mudded again. So people in some ways are not so keen on buying FIFA points to open up packs as general for promos and stuff to try and get promo players and stuff because they know if they spend the FIFA points, they're not really going to get much of a, a return in some ways. And they could just yeah. use the uh, coins that they naturally get to buy a lot of the promo players and stuff. So they feel like in some ways they don't need to buy those FIFA points because you can naturally grind the game to get acquire all of these, especially also with the guaranteed ratings on packs and stuff. So it's EA's attempt of trying to look at other avenues of trying to encourage people to part with their money in some ways yeah i yeah i know what you mean and i i mean the party bags for me like i would never really start to do them until right at the end of the game um because it's always that thing where you're just like especially now everyone still would be of that mind of fodder is you know so precious right now especially for me like the amount i play the game fodder is precious so I am, I'm not about to go and sink it into a party bag SPC where I can get myself a 10k player. Um, mm-hmm. But I do I do agree with you. I think knowing that it's their last hurrah before everything changes, it definitely is, is, is a way for them to cash in. Any thoughts on it yourself? 
and no, I think, what I think I've, I've said. I think you've nailed it, honestly. I, I yeah. think it's... You may see party bags or probably more aptly year in review, I think is what's going to be the main... Year in review is going to be maintained where they're going to try mm-hmm. and sort of view that yep. as more the party bag formula. Mm-hmm. Considering how popular that was during both footies and beginning of the year everyone was really excited at a chance to get something that they missed and most of the time that would be someone like uh, Mr. Sui player of the month or Mo Salah yeah the the thing the thing there is like a player pick is is always the tempting thing isn't it so if we're talking about a party bag pack I'm definitely not going to be as interested but when you when you make it a player pick just makes me give me that little glimpse of hope that you know, one of these three players could be the one. Player picks are always better anyway than packs, pretty much. We seem to see get that. Uh, talking about two SBCs um, as we're getting on a little bit. So we'll first talk about Ansu Fati out of position. So during towards the end of out of position promo, a pop-up message came out saying that out of positions will still be a thing throughout the course of FIFA 23. They might be released as SBCs like Ansu Fati or they might do maybe an objective or something like that. So they're still planning to do out of positions throughout the course of it. Ansu Fati is the first of those. He's coming at 299k. He is a striker card. No, wait, is he a striker mm-hmm. card? Yeah, he is a striker card. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. So it's looking like a pretty decent looking card however a 87 86 84 squad plus with there are alternatives out there essentially i know somebody did a comparison of ansu fatty and another card that is out there i can't remember who they were comparing it with but they're sort of saying like there's a cheaper alternative out there that you could easily have I feel it was, or at least one of the ones I've seen was uh, Informed Delafeu. Wasn't obviously Inform- different league, yeah. But I've I've seen Informed Delafeu, I believe, compared. I mean, it, it's one of those things again where if because of the chemistry system again, I know we're going to like keep talking about this, but it is such a big thing this year. Mm-hmm. Say people picked up an untradeable PK um, during the Rule Breakers promo. Say. Somebody picked up a red Usman Dembele during their foot champions rewards. Like, it's that sort of thing that is going to determine about whether people want to do this as an SBC or not. For me personally, I've got enough super subs at the moment that I don't need to do them and I don't have an illegal player at all in my team. But if I did or I had ways to link him like Barcelona wise or there were players that I could purchase cheaply that are Barcelona players that are really good in game, then I would maybe consider it. But. That is the thing. I think people's teams, if they don't want a complete overhaul, are pretty much going to determine how much completion these SPCs get this year. Unless you're a content creator, then you know. When I say content creator, I don't mean me. I mean like a a big big content creator who are just going to do all the SPCs anyway, because they obviously want to do videos on them. I think your everyday player will be much more selective this year than they ever have been in the past. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, 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 well. So we've been speaking about like using fodder for our species and stuff. Now, EA have released another icon SBC, and it's a pretty big one. It's a pretty big one. It's a juicy, nice looking 
icon it's eto he's now mm. got the sbc it is just over a million coins now the interesting thing about this is um it contains an 89 and 88 rated squad i think 88 is the highest that we've seen so far i think maybe on uh maybe messi i can't remember what the highest was on messi's player of the month card but this one's got an 89 rated squad and the thing is is it's still early days like not many people are going to easily have probably accumulated the high ratings that you need to do an 89 rated squad on its no. own now somebody said uh on twitter maybe this is a sign of just maybe how easy it might be to acquire higher rated cards during the world cup and potentially might signal that these limited um time only cards might be able to be used in normal sbcs only time will be able to tell with that because he haven't really confirmed i don't think whether you can use those in normal sbcs but if it is maybe it means that his price is going to come down in terms of completing the sbc maybe it'll become a little bit easier but um, I did look on the SBC solution anyway to complete an 89. And this was the cheapest one. And in terms of the high rating ones, uh, high, high, high rated players, they've got Harry Kane, Kimmich, Benzema, Casemiro, Old Black, Lewandowski and Neuer. That is 789 or higher players in the SBC itself. And that is just that to complete the 89 rated version. So unless you're filthy stinky rich. Or you got really good luck at trying to get high rated fodder. Looks like not many people will be able to do Eto. And also if you're, if you're filthy stinking rich with coins or money. And, you, and you've found a way to get more coins from opening loads of packs anyway. I don't think you're about to complete an SBC Eto. I think you're probably more likely to buy them tradable. It's only like 1.1 or 1.2 tradable. Yes. So, like, you'd, you'd do that so then you don't lose so much of your value. Um, it is a very expensive card like this. I have heard that despite their faults in terms of helping you with squad building, uh, obviously they still get free chem themselves, their icons this year are way juiced compared to, like, heroes and things in-game. Um, I've only heard that. I haven't experienced it myself. Um, but it's it's just, it's like I say, we are only, and people do forget this, we are only like, what, six weeks in the game, are we? Seven? Uh, yeah, based off... Seven weeks I'd, in? I'd say six weeks based off the fact it's week yes. six. Um, we're finally going to be getting to the end of the season this week. Yeah, so this is it. And we're not, so not even at the end of the first season of the... Um, objectives and we've got uh, an SBC that's uh, that's a 1.1 well as just over a million in in coin value but also it is an optional SBC for EA to put in like it's not like a player of the month Messi where you can't like do anything about that if he's got player of the month he's got player of the month this is a choice um so it's it's a lot, but like you say, if this is a if this is a sign that we're going to be getting some really high rated cards for fodder, then that actually makes uh, during the World Cup mode and we're able to use them in SBCs. Well, that is amazing because there'll be a lot of SBCs that people will want to try and complete, other than icon SBCs alone. Um, 
that this new mode will allow for. And then I think then you'll see a lot more people uh, interested in playing that mode for sure. Definitely. I agree with that sort of logic is that it make make completing SBCs more interesting. Um, I mean, you say about like uh, having an expensive SBC so early in the cycle. Let's not forget player of the month CR7 last FIFA was um, yeah but that's what i said yeah that's what i said though that was a player of the month yeah not this is an optional one they had the choice of releasing this this early they didn't have a choice with messi with ronaldo with yeah but in terms of the requirements for like that ronaldo in particular i mean they 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 made uh messi not too badly priced i would say i think that's only because this year they managed to kind of have a bit of hindsight um, with what they did with Ronaldo because that was actually ridiculous. Like, mm. I've, I I saw like um, like loads of memes about it where it's like this is the this is the amount of squads you need to complete Ronaldo and it was like you opened it up and it was like you know five hundred squads or something. Um, it's it. I think they definitely learned from the way people complained about so early on having to do so much, um, where basically pretty much it was pay to win were the only people that were going to be able to do it um yeah. so yeah it's maybe they've learned in that sense and that's why that wasn't the case with this one but yeah i don't i, I, I this was their choice to put air to win they didn't have to put someone of that caliber in there there's plenty of icons they could have chosen from given the rest of the icons in it aren't even really close in value to to toretto right that is going to be it for this week's episode of the Free Foot Tears podcast. We'll be back next week where we'll actually be able to give some nice proper thoughts and opinions about the World Cup mode as uh, we will be early days into that and trying out things, seeing how things are actually going to 100% work in terms of SBCs, the packs, the S- uh, objectives and stuff. Also, we are going to about to record our reactions to our Champions League uh, group stage predictions that we did um, earlier, like in this year, essentially about a a month or two ago, two months ago, I think it was. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to be recording our round of 16 Champions League predictions. So make sure to go and follow us on our YouTube channel is in the description unless you're already watching or listening to this on youtube in which case you might already know that it's potentially coming out so make sure to drop a sub and we will see well brad luke thank you for appearing on this week's episode of the free foot tears podcast always a pleasure glad to be here and we'll see you all next week goodbye see ya bye bye